3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: That's courtesy of Westwood1 as we uh, look at the game last night. That was a loser for me as I was on the Saints plus the points. Got interesting late, but it's bad teams do this. So, oh, we figured it out late. They're running a prevent. Now we're going to score 15 points in the last seven minutes and think you got a shot to win, but you don't. <laughs> Keep you entertained for just long enough. So, yeah, I lost the Saints last night. I lost the bowl game, which I'm going to get to in one second, and I'm still pissed off. Hit the two college games that were my top plays. College of Charleston, the New Hampshire over. Missed on the Columbus Blue Jackets. They lost three to two. Um, and then some other doozies. Like I gave out the Lakers. If you got it after LeBron was rolled out, you won the game. If you didn't, you lost. That's just that sucks. Had the over in the Coastal Carolina game that hit. And we were talking about the Pistons yesterday. And ha- they're gonna set a record. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, they're Ugh. so bad. You can't by the way, after we got off the air. They basically said, you can't win, or we don't want to win, and you can't make us. Larry Mark, the two best players on the Jazz got ruled out. Yeah. It's crazy. And you, you got right. a
5: first-year coach who's getting paid like a gazillion dollars, and it,
4: and it's it's tough, man. You, can, you can't fire him. No. They're and him. It's not his fault. He's a good coach, but like, what's going on there? You got to have a long talk with your front office. Are you drafting the right players? Did you make the right moves in the offseason? Um, and now they're going to be moving some pieces out. Isaiah Stewart more, more than likely get traded. I'm um, just saying with last night, though, so pissed off because one of my favorite plays at the start of the bowl season was Syracuse and South Florida over. I'm not telling you South Florida drops 45 points on Syracuse if their quarterback's healthy or they're playing, but he gets scratched right before the game. Is that South a tight end playing? Yeah, well, so they were going to a. Th- and the reason I stayed on the play is I started reading up on the third string quarterback that transferred out of South Carolina, actually, mm-hmm. and they thought that he could come in and fit that offense. And then they talked about their tight end, who were they going to go with? And it just, they scored zero points. So there's nothing I could say about it. Mm -hmm. When you have an over, and the over is 55 and a half, and one team scores 45, if I'd have told you that before the game, you probably would have felt good about it. Um, Just an ugly play, and it just pisses me off because there's nothing, there's not enough time to really kind of fix that.
2: So bowl season pisses me off now.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's making me angry. But where are we going to look tonight? So I'll focus on the NFL at the end here for just a bit. We can talk about this weekend slate. I know Melissa's over there. What are you eating? Your honey? What
0: is it's a it? vitamin.
4: It's a vitamin. I thought that you mean was- You vitamins a... out of a bag?
0: It's, it's liposomal glutathione. It's what's... a master antioxidant with stuff in it.
4: It looks like that honey that's like a sexual- uh, What's the- what's Oh my the... God. What? That's what they sell at the gas station. What's it called, Rob? You buy that stuff, right? The Whatever the honey is? <laughs> what the hell are you asking me for? I don't buy no vitamin, sexual vitamins from a gas station. Right,
5: well, what's just... wrong with you? I didn't know. Ed, what is it called? You're asking me for Arrows.
4: <laughs> you're <just gonna> <laughs> I can't. Uh, all right, let me.
5: I might, I might take some Yo-Himby. Yeah. but uh, you don't get that at a gas station.
4: All right, NHL. I like the Bruins and Jets to go under five and a half. I will full disclosure. The past two times I bet an under at five and a half, both games went to overtime. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, and it was it was three to three. It was three to two, and you're like, I don't need anybody else to score. Three to three, boom, overtime, done. Do I, you just, what about prop bets, like? You know, I'm a player
2: bets him, Excuse me. Player I wouldn't player get
4: bets. into that in the NHL because I would be so far into the weeds. I do it on occasion with the NBA or NFL. Okay. I don't do it with the NHL.
2: Cuz I'd like to know what it's like. Connor kind of Bedard is playing tonight. I wonder what the odds are cuz they're playing the Canadians. They're at home oh. in Chicago. Just I'm going to look when I have a chance here. I just see what it's like. Does he, you know, what the odds are for him to score? Two points. You know, and, going one assist, two assist, something like that.
4: And by the way, I had somebody ask me the same thing kind of you're talking about. If you navigate through the apps, all the gambling apps, mm-hmm. or if you're going to a local place and you're at a kiosk, you can navigate through it as well. They do offer different options. Somebody asked me, what if I wanted to bet the Ravens, you know, minus a touchdown? I said, you can do that, and you'll get unbelievable odds if you're ballsy enough to move that line. You go to game lines on a same-game parlay if you want or click on the game, and then you can move the line over to wherever you want. And bet it at different odds. So there's all kinds of crazy oh, things. Oh, for the
2: do. love of all oh, holy. What'd you do? I love FanDuel. They locked my account again.
4: They locked me out, too. They Why? Why do they something. keep, keep they doing this? They keep changing the account. They keep, keep changing. It's
2: like every week I go to bet, and they lock my account. And they got to reset my password.
4: I, I've yeah. never had that. Yeah. So it's ha- it happened to me, too. Three of us here are nodding, and you're not. I've never had that. No, <laughs> oh, I have. Oh, would and you turn I, your I mic off for it? I, I bet, bet FanDuel rattling around in a bag over there. Oh, you got called it out. What are
0: you talking
5: about? Yeah, You're rattling around in a bag over there. Oh,
0: sorry, I was like, it's a cloth this bag though. Yeah, it's not it's loud, like it? Noise, Joe. It... Joe, we're on the
5: same team here. Hello, Joe. You're uh, not. All right,
2: <laughs> college <laughs> hoops
4: bags of vitamins she's gotten there. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Rob Maryland's only a three and a half point dog today or tonight. Um, I do like Maryland UCLA to go under the one twenty nine and a half. I like Milwaukee, Wisconsin, plus two and a half against Chattanooga. I'm going to take Brown, minus 11 and a half against Siena. In the NBA... You know what you just did, don't you? What?
2: I'm rubbing off on you.
4: What did I say? Dog. Ew. Dog? Dog. Dog? Oh, we're oh yeah. Three and dog? And a half point, dog. Dog. Well, what are you going to do? Do you got the juice? I'm going to take Houston, the Rockets, minus eight against Dallas. Did he say he's rubbing off on me, too? What the hell was that about? Wizards-Warriors over 246. Those are going to be my plays. And I was talking about the NFL this weekend. I think there's a lot of trap spots. I do think the Steelers are interesting on Saturday. Talked about some of the other games when we did our picks earlier. Uh, Bears are in a good spot. And I will be betting the Chargers this weekend with that big number just because of how teams have done after they got embarrassed the week before. There you go.
5: Rick Ritter joins us at 930. But on the other side, you heard her already, Melissa Kim in studio. Right here on the fan. 9:16 in the a.m. Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan here with Melissa Kim in studio this time. She finally like okay, showed up. Okay, okay, about Calm time. Down. I know. Calm down. What so is this like the third promise in the first delivery?
0: That is yeah. that is false. And she's I'm already pissed off, Jimmy. False she's advertising. She's over there
4: just rattling around pages the bag and like, what's what do we got in here? What's taking vitamins with a cloth
0: bag? Learned, yes. We
2: learned a new term. Asian version of Black Don't
4: Crack. Oh, yeah. What is it? Go ahead and give Asian it.
0: Asian Don't Raisin. You guys don't know this?
4: I know <laughs> this. Who
0: said I know this? I no. know it's fact, but I didn't know the, know the... Oh, see, Ed knew.
4: I didn't know the term. How,
0: Ed's the most cultured person sitting That's
4: here. not true, because when I was a kid, I watched a lot of, like, different cartoons and TV shows, Oh, what and are you I about remember, to say? What are you about to say? No, I remember when the Pearl Cream ad would come on. Do <laughs> you remember that? The Pearl Cream? And then they would talk about how mm. Asians don't age, apparently. Like, it's just... it's. They always look good. And she just told us her age, which I won't reveal. I can't believe she's that old. No. I, we won't rude. reveal it. I'm kidding. Oh, rude. <laughs> but nobody would guess it. Uh, 87. It. 87. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed it. That's it.
5: I had a day, not a day older than... Eighty-two. <laughs>
4: Look
0: you guys are the worst,
5: Melissa <laughs> 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 Kim. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> always a pleasure to be here, guys. Always, a pleasure. Be, it's good. the
5: first time you've been here. We've been always a pleasure. <laughs> That's not true. So I was from the very time. beginning. Gosh. Yeah. Huh? No,
0: I came in like in the very beginning when I first started, and I didn't like really know you guys. And I was kind On of air? Like, yeah, yeah, I was trying to feel the temperature of like who's cool and who's not cool. Well, it was.
5: It was. It was so not what did you None
4: of us are cool.
0: That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> was
5: not memorable. I don't remember. You know
0: oh my God. You're so, okay. So obviously Rob's not cool. <laughs> no, no, and Rob. Jeremy, you guys are legit.
4: I know, I know. I can't believe you didn't remember it. So at the end of the segment, she picked the Ravens to win. <laughs> Do you remember now? <laughs> they weren't even playing at the top. Yeah. Yeah. The, the worst.
0: The absolute worst over here. Yeah.
5: Your thoughts on this matchup this week. well, actually, Monday.
0: Monday, yeah. I mean, look, this is the game of the year, right, for so many people. And I was actually on the 49ers team podcast earlier in the week as their guest, and it was interesting to hear how they describe their team, right? They say literally everything that we'd use to describe the Ravens. They're talking about team culture. They're talking about the locker room and team chemistry and how the guys are so together, and I'm just like, oh, this sounds familiar, you know? Um, and they talk about how Brock Purdy, they think, is an MVP candidate, but he's so underrated. Nobody's talking about him. I was like, first of all, that's obviously a lie. But, um, you know, I think a lot more people are talking about the Niners than they are about the Ravens, for sure, in terms of their hype and how talented mm-hmm. they are in their weapons. But, you know, I think that the Ravens do like it that way. I think that they like being that underdog. And, I mean, literally, you hear in the locker room this week, it's, you know, disrespect us more. You know what I mean? Like, And we'll show you what we can do on Monday night. Um, so in terms of the vibes, the overall vibes, I think that, you know, it's, it's, they, I mean, they know this, you know, I talked to Odafe Owe one-on-one in the locker room yesterday and he said, it, it's definitely, this was even before he knew underdog who was a favorite, whatever. And he said, it's definitely a game between the two best teams, in my opinion, the two best quarterbacks, two best defenses, two best offenses. So it's really a game for everyone to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that a lot of people are looking at this game like that.
2: They are. And I think they should. What do you think? how confident the ravens can actually stop the 49ers because and I'm only, and not just cuz of the stars they have the yards they have to contact with them is ridiculous from McCaffrey to debo to IU, all of them kittle um if you don't tackle them at contact they're going to kill you
0: oh yeah and the thing is is um Kyle hamilton talked to us earlier in the week and he especially zeroed in on christian McCaffrey, obviously saying mm-hmm. that he's you know, he is who he is for a reason, talented guy because he's good in pass protection, he's good at the run, he's good at catching the ball. He can pretty much do it all. And so they have guys like that. And McCaffrey's not the only one. You know, the rest of the guys that you named there, they can all do that too. So I think... Tackling, hopefully, it was. I mean, it's emphasized every week, but especially tackling in space. I hope was emphasized quite a bit this week. Mike McDonald talked to us yesterday. He didn't give away a whole lot as he normally does not. Um, but um, you know, in terms of talking to the guys this week, they're like we have a plan. Like, no, there are a lot. There weren't a whole lot of specifics this, this week. You know what I mean? Even when you mm. ask the guys about like Brock Purdy and stuff like that, usually they'll name off like oh, characteristics of this quarterback that make him great, and not not a whole lot. You know, from any of the coaches or any of the guys at the podium this week in terms of. Um, just good quarterback, great quarterback, one of the best in the league, <laughs> like, you know, which you could probably say about anybody. But uh, when I was talking to um, Odafe yesterday, he kind of gave me a little bit more. He said that, um, you know, he was a guy that was overlooked, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, whether you want to talk about it or not, human mm-hmm. nature, if you're overlooked and you're under, you people say you're underrated, you're going to go out and play a little bit harder, you know what I mean? And in terms of what he thought that um, Brock Purdy brought, he said, his leverage, he talked to me about that a bit, is very good, so he can evade sacks, get under sacks. So he's very good with that. And then he said he's also very underrated in where he puts the ball. So obviously having those guys on the other side that can catch those balls, mm-hmm. obviously really important. But the way that he's describing Lamar, or that he's describing Brock Purdy, right? I'm spoiling my next point. Um, you know, you can say that about Lamar Jackson too, a guy that is elusive, can evade sacks. We've seen that a lot from him. You know, those spins out that he's had to avoid the sack in the last couple of weeks. Okay. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. confirm cool. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm glad that we did that. But um but yeah, I mean, pretty much, uh obviously he said it's helpful that they have Lamar Jackson to go against every single week. And so yeah, I mean I think that it's I mean, they definitely know that's gonna be
4: a big challenge. His
2: completion percentage at home is seventy five percent. That's not that's
4: not somebody's a scrub. Are we gonna address the elephant in the room? What did you guys think about her Versace robe that says M. Kim on the back? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did not get a Versace robe. Not gonna lie, but yeah, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, Roquan Smith gifted everybody on the defense, IR and practice squad guys included, a custom embroidered Versace robe. Mm. Looks very cozy. That's very, yeah, look very nice. That's
2: very so,
4: classy too. You
2: know what? Who wears it? You, you know, you know what they look like, right?
4: Yeah, I've seen the. It looks like the like the Ric Flair robe, right? No. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's very sexy.
2: J- what? JB Smoove wears it on the curb.
4: Oh, okay, yeah. That that would make sense, too. Somebody in the show has one, too. Somebody here has a Versace robe? Yeah, they got it as a gift. Who? Who? You? You got a Versace robe, Rob? Yes. Such an ass. Do you? Who'd you get Rob, a, Versace you a Versace robe Rob, you got a Versace
0: robe? Such an ass.
4: From who? Ass. The Orioles? God bless <laughs> it. They give you everything, man. <laughs>
5: Melissa? I have one.
4: No, no, no. She don't get to leave yet. (laughs) I'm going to
5: ask her her score.
4: Okay. We know who's winning.
0: No, actually, you know what? Uh, I would say. Come on, do it. No, listen. Do it. I hope that I'm wrong, but I do think that the Niners are going to win this game.
4: Ooh, What's the score?
0: I would say by a touch.
4: Seven nothing niners. You heard it here okay, first. that's not what I
0: said. But <laughs> I said by <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, that's a touchdown. Yeah, that's fair. We're but I mean, look, this, it's going to be, a, no, no, I think it's, it's going to be a really competitive game. I hope, I mean, I'm hoping it is. I hope we see what? What are you looking at me like that for?
4: This has never happened well, she before. She just
5: told me there's no Easter bunny. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like
0: right
5: now. Like, <laughs> I, feel no, like guys, I, hope I feel I'm like wrong. she just said to me, you really know, Rob, I'm you know what's even worse? It's Christmas. Yeah. I haven't got gifts that are coming. On Christmas Eve night, and she just told me, "Yeah, hey, your family bought those gifts." Stop! So, I oh, hope that's
0: what that she I'm just told wrong. me. That's
5: what she just told me. We're going to
2: exchange. wait! No, Santa exchange gifts before the end of the show. You want to stay for
4: that?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Do I, Joe? Do I? I do.
4: Okay. Um, I gave Joe. I got Joe uh, pajama grams, naturally nude lingerie, <laughs> with a free naturally nude nighty with the trap door.
2: Yeah.
0: Is he going to try it on for everybody? No, I'm kidding. He's wearing it underneath Uh, that. Joe LaCroix encore
4: 945. But on the other
5: side, Rick Ritter from WJZ TV joins us on The Fan. Hiring for your small
4: business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
5: 9.30 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. So, guys, we had Antonio telling us TGIF. Now we got MJ, PYT. It's Friday. Going to make it even more of a fun Friday. Joining us right now, courtesy to the WGK Law Guest Hotline, he is Rick Ritter. What's up, Rick? Guys, cue the music. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you as well. The Ravens getting ready for a matchup on Monday that many people are calling either the you know the game of the, uh, of the year or Super Bowl preview. Are you buying into the Super Bowl preview part?
1: Oh, 100%. This is the game of the year for sure. I think the game of the year so far, you look at that Bills-Eagles game and all the drama that played out late, uh, this one's got everything you want, at least on paper, and it should play out that way on Monday night. Uh, probably the two most complete teams in the NFL. I've said that the Ravens have been the most complete team in the AFC. Same thing goes for San Francisco. It's a hell of a matchup. And, I mean, if you love football and you love top-tier teams going at it, that's exactly what you're going to get Monday night. And for me, I think it's funny that – and I'm not talking about you guys. I'm saying more from a national perspective, so many people picking the Niners here just ready to write the Ravens off. Now, remember, not a diehard Ravens fan here. You know, I cover them for what I do for a living. Eagles guy. I think the Ravens have just as much of a chance as they ever would in this game. And I actually like the Ravens on Monday night, and I like the little underdog mentality that they're playing up. If Lamar can do what he does on prime time and they can somehow find a way to control these trenches and they can run the football without Keaton Mitchell against this 49ers team and kind of control the tempo a little bit, I think they're going to come out on top. I really do.
2: I'm with you. I don't know. Look, I I am a Ravens fan, and it's I don't know if it colored my opinion, but I just get a little offended because I think the whole country's written them off like this. is, They're right behind them in the power rankings. I mean, this is everyone's got them one and two, and this is like it's a, a Super Bowl preview. Why is everyone going to assume they win? They've lost to the Browns, they lost to the Bengals, the other two division opponents, physical teams, and they lost to the Vikings. So, I mean, I, I don't know why the Ravens couldn't be the next team to knock them off.
1: Oh, you're Ed. You're 110 percent right. It's the truth, and, and I think it's hilarious. And I, I love that the locker room is playing this off as bulletin uh, bulletin material because that's exactly what they should be doing. The 49ers over this last eight games. They have played defenses all in the bottom barrel. I'm talking like 22nd or lower. That includes the Eagles, who have a horrible defense. Everybody's like, oh, they smacked the Eagles around. Guess what? The Eagles don't look like a great football team right now. So I don't want to hear that. They have not played a defense like the Ravens. And the matchup that I'm looking at is not even the guys on the field. I want to see how Mike McDonald schemes up against Kyle Shanahan. This is two of the best right here. Two guys that are just out of this world in terms of coaching and the smarts that they have. I can't wait to see this matchup and this little chess game that's going to go on because it's going to be awesome to watch as a fan. you got to love that. And I think that they're built for the challenge. And I mentioned the trenches early on in this conversation. you got to get pressure on Purdy. you got to try and blow up that backfield. You know that they're going to run away from Matabuki. They're not going to be running up the middle. There's no doubt about it. They're going to try and go to the side. They're going to try and run right off of Trent Williams. What can Mike McDonald do scheme-wise to make things difficult for Brock Purdy and that offense? Because they're stacked. They really are, and they can beat you in so many ways. I mean, Debo's the jack-of-all-trades, but guess what? So is Kyle Hamilton. He can do it all, too. Roquan's going to play up to the occasion. Again, they have not played a defense like this yet, and I can't wait to see how they match up on Monday.
4: Hey, I want to get your thoughts, Rick, on um, just how everything sets up for the NFL this weekend. We're going to see two games tomorrow. We get a full slate on Sunday. You get three games on Monday night. Um, do you like this? Because, like – I I'm not opposed to it. I, I'm an NBA guy on Christmas Day. It's always been that, but I, I'll obviously be watching some football. Do you like the idea of the NFL just kind of, I mean, they're, they're going to bully all these other sports uh, leagues, and they're going to have to figure out if they want to go up against them or not?
1: Yeah, I do like it. I like it because so many people are doing different things with their families throughout the weekend and uh, at different time frames, and this gives you an opportunity to sit back no matter what day it is. And even if you're not with family, it gives you something to look forward to each day. I like how they spread it out. I think it's great for the sport. I think it's great to get more people involved, fans who necessarily wouldn't be watching on that day. If they're at a family party, you know the TV's always on, and you know they're putting the sport on, and it's going to be football. And I think it's great. I, I'm sure the players this late in the season having things mixed up like this, they would probably tell you they're not into it. I think A.J. Brown actually said the other day that he's sick of the Monday night football because they asked him about the Giants-Eagles playing on Christmas, and he said, man, they got they got to do away with it. I know it's great for the sport, but – I think AJ's kind of just hitting on the fact that it switches week to week and the way that their bodies recover, let's not get it twisted. It's a lot for these guys, especially those guys that get the short end of the stick and they have the short turnaround with trying to overcome the the physicalness of the game.
5: Uh, Here with Rick Ritter, WJZ. Rick, I want to go back on something that you and Ed talked about a minute ago about uh, uh, the fact that so many people are picking the 49ers for this. I, I don't th- think it's disrespect. Ed talked about them being number one and two in the power rankings. Well, who's number one? (laughs) The 49ers are. I mean, even on this show, when we do a power ranking, the 49ers have been number one for a long time. And what you can't ignore is Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, uh, George Kittle, well, those are a lot, those aren't just names. Those are productive football players. You got arguably the best running back in the National Football League. You got one of the top tight ends in the National Football League. Probably the best tackles. You, you got one of the biggest, you got one of the best def- offensive of weapons in the National Football League. And I'm not even talking about D Bo Samuels. <laughs> I haven't brought him up yet. So I think the fact when you look at that team, you know, yes, on paper, they are the better team. And I think because of that is why most people think they'll win the game.
1: And I, I'll go as far to say this. They're probably the more talented team just because they are stacked top to bottom at every position, and you just rattled everybody off there. There's no doubt about it. I do think San Francisco, and I said I think the Ravens and San Fran, top two teams complete-wise, I do think San Fran is the most complete team. They have literally rolled on teams week after week. There, there's no denying it. And IU, let me tell you, for fans out there who are not familiar with IU, IU is one of the best receivers in football. You'll see that on Monday night. The Ravens had a lot of trouble And I mentioned that with the Rams matchup a couple of weeks ago and how I didn't like that. Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, how were they going to handle that in the secondary? I wanted to see how they matched up. They didn't handle it well. And this team, as far as spreading it out more, different guys that can get involved, it's going to be even harder to defend. But again, if you can control these trenches and you can get pressure on Purdy, not let him get comfortable. And that's what Philly showed you a couple of weeks ago. Early on in that game, Philly was, was dominating that game. And why were they dominating that game? Because they were getting pressure on Purdy and they were controlling the line of scrimmage. But San Fran's defensive line, that's one thing that you didn't talk about. They're, they're delining lights out. And I'm not just talking Bosa and Chase Young. I'm talking Javon Hargrave, who they took from yeah, Philly. He yeah. is an anchor in that interior. And he is going to try and make light hell for Linderbaum and the Ravens offense. But hold on a second. Last week, the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, 234 yards on the ground against the 49ers. If I'm the offensive coaches in the film room this week, I'm looking at that film and I'm watching it over and over again. How do they make this happen? Because that's how we're going to win this ball game. Not airing it out 45 times, 40 times. And I'm not saying that they're going to do that. Lamar running the ball, Gus counting the ball, setting up the play action pass. That's how they're going to win this game. And all of a sudden over the past couple of weeks, and I think it makes sense because early on in the season as a quarterback, you're not trying to make yourself vulnerable to those hits or those big plays, and you're you're kind of holding back a little bit in terms of running. You saw it with Jalen Hurts. I said this last week with you guys. And now all of a sudden, you're seeing it with Lamar. It's like he's got this extra pep in his step and that he turned it up just a little bit as we're in here in this final stretch of the season because he knows it's time. Lamar in prime time, I, I just don't get how everybody's picking against this guy after everything that he's done this season. Don't get me wrong. San Fran's that team. There is. But
2: the Ravens are it too. I agree with you, man. I just do, and I think you bring up the Cardinals. This is, this is a, a good analogy because they put up those the two thirty four. There was almost eight yards a, a pop when they uh, were running. But Kyler Murray's a running quarterback. He had fifty yards against them, and now you get a better running quarterback who say has held back a little bit because they think they want to throw more. He sees a crease. He can still go. He's still amazing on the outside. I, I think Lamar's going to be the big difference here.
1: I think he is. I think he's the X factor in this one. And again, I will close with what I said at the beginning. The Niners have been playing bottom-of-the-barrel defenses. The Philly defense is horrible. They suck. They suck. They're garbage this year. Garbage. I want to see how they go up against the Ravens defense. They have not played a defense like this this season. Again, Mike McDonald versus Kyle Shanahan. Let's see who wins the chess game.
4: Hey, uh, one last thing for you before uh, you get out of here. What about the other really big game this weekend? The Ravens get to face the Dolphins next week. Uh, they play the the Cowboys, and everybody's talking about those two teams, saying they can't beat good teams. What do you think happens with that uh, Miami-Dallas game?
1: Oh, how great was it to watch Dallas get smacked around last week? I love that. <laughs> I love that. I, I, hey, Buffalo right now, I wouldn't want to play Buffalo. I'll tell you that. They're heating up at the right time. New offensive coordinator all of a sudden, using their running back, James Cook, who's an absolute stud. I think that Miami's going to edge out Dallas. I think Dallas got exposed last week. Again, people jumping on Dallas because they smacked the Eagles around. I think anybody who smacks Philly around, it doesn't say much these days, at least right now. Philly can still get hot. They can get back in it. But I like Miami. And Tyreek, you got to believe he's going to play this week. He's going after the 2,000-yard record. I think he can get it. They just have a ton of speed. They're another team that can beat you in so many ways. I think Miami handles Dallas, especially after Buffalo completely exposed Dallas last week.
5: All right, give me a score for Ravens uh, 49ers.
1: It's going to be close, guys. It's going to be close. I think it's, it's going to come down to Justin Tucker at the end of the game. I'm going to go 27-24. They pull this out. I expect a big game from Lamar. I expect a big game from the defense. And then imagine they win this on Monday night. Forget about everybody talking about San Francisco. It'll be completely flipped. This is a big one and as a fan, just sit back and enjoy it because we don't get games like this that often, especially on Christmas.
2: I picked them 26-24.
1: You oh, them? you're right in the wheelhouse. Yep. Rob, Jeremy, what did you guys pick?
5: I had I had 49ers, 28-27. And I had 27-24 okay. Niners. So I think it's a all close right, so game.
1: i so all that wheelhouse.
5: Yeah, I think it's a close game. I think it's it may be one of those whoever has the ball last, last. wins the game.
4: Yep. Yeah. Isn't that how it usually works, though? Won't you nail it out if you have the ball last? No,
5: no. What if if I missed the field goal and the clock? Jeremy,
4: who's who's NBA on Christmas? Who's uh, NBA on Christmas? Uh, There's supposed to be a a, – No, Christmas Day is going to be great in the NBA uh, this year. They've got a ton of great matchups, and it's usually the – as we get the usual suspects – um, like all the great teams. Bucks play. are playing the Knicks. Yeah, that's a good one. I always like when the Mavs. I'm a Mavericks fan, so I like when you they. I have a Maverick
5: shirt on right now? Yeah, I got
1: my Something Mavericks. I gave it to like two Christmases ago. I think. Hey, at least he has a shirt on because I saw that video from last week. Yeah, yeah. there. Well, yeah. Rob asked
4: me to, to take my shirt off. I, I would never. <laughs> kind of <laughs> no. interesting, you know. But like, look, I I try to do it if if Rob's going to be a big fan, I try to do that, you know, and set him up what he's looking for. But here, let me give you the other matchups as I was uh, scrambling trying to find this. So it's Bucks, Knicks, Golden State, Denver, Lakers, Celtics, uh, Sixers, and the Heat, and the Mavericks at night against the Suns. So it should be a fun night.
1: Let me. I'm gonna. I'll hang up after this. You guys, especially Rob and Jeremy, because you're big basketball guys, and and I, I like the Knicks too. Jalen Brunson, Philly kid, um, Joel Embiid, and what he's doing right now. Everybody's. But everybody's ranting and raving about it. But when it comes to playoff time it's like he disappears every year. True. Well, obviously, I'm a huge but, Embiid fan. What, what what What's different this year? Is it sustainable? And what has he got to do in the postseason to separate himself?
4: The problem is he's got to make the right decisions because what happens in, inevitably is, is that he's going to get double-teamed. Like if I'm going up against the Sixers in the postseason, I want anybody to beat me but Joel. The one thing that Joel does better than anybody in the league is get to the free-throw line. And um, I think they have a realistic shot. I'd like to see them make another move. I'm not talking about for like another superstar. I'm just saying depth. That make another move to make that team stronger. Because I'll be pulling for them uh this year in the Eastern Conference.
5: You know, we we gotta run, Rick. Thanks a lot. Merry Christmas to you and your family.
4: Right back at you guys. God bless you all. Hey, Rick, safe, just so you it. know, Ed and I wanted to keep you. Rob's the one telling you goodbye, man. So. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. Yeah. There you go.
5: <laughs> all right, man. Take it easy. Damn, man.
4: 410 583 1057. That's the number.
5: Joe has the encore. You don't want to miss it. And Jeremy talked so much, so long, we may not be able to tell you what we learned today know, on the fan. Christian McCaffrey, 149 and a half total yards, Ed, over or under? I think over. I think he has a big day, particularly on the ground. The Ravens
2: have been a little suspect on the ground the last couple of weeks. So I'm a little concerned. And he's just,
5: he's ridiculous. So what you're saying is he'll have 109 yards rushing and 41 <laughs> yards receiving. You don't think he could catch forty-one yards? Is it really only really 705? you You're gonna love seeing that play, not you. Look, I'm going over. I'll just by the way, I'm just going over.
4: He's the best player on the team. White's team. Like, yeah, you're giving the ball to the running back. Like this is the focal point of your offense. You don't think he can rush for eighty yards and catch another seventy? He could. He could do all of it. Oh. Wait. <laughs>
5: <laughs> 49 is D 1.5 turnovers and over or under under you're
2: talking about them taking away if if the Ravens get, turn the ball off two or three more t- no, no, I can't even talk today <laughs> I can't
5: <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed it you just said it
4: <laughs> Look. hey we go over or under no. under <laughs> They get a half a turnover in the first half. <laughs> then they get one and a half in the second half.
5: And that's the encore. How classic. About a, he's talking classic and trying encore. to listen to
4: himself at the same time, and then he's just, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> what am I here with these two goobas? <laughs> goobas. <laughs> he's not even looking at me now. No, he's just,
5: it's, no it's probably good that he's not. <laughs>
4: What are you dealing with, Ed?
2: What am I dealing with? <laughs> I have about seven more minutes of this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> seven more. a holiday weekend. Four more. Oh. four more?
4: No, yeah. they want to meet I'm us after about. the show. We got to go over a year in review. <laughs> 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 the year that was... I just walked by. No, Chuck was talking to Melissa Kim. I would just walked by his office. I heard. Okay.
3: okay. Uh, <laughs> for <a> win. Okay. <laughs> I just want to win. Okay. Okay.
5: Oh my God! If we it. didn't have a meeting, we do now. Oh. We do now, man. <laughs> so Ed, you're going down to Florida, huh? Yeah.
4: Yep.
2: Absolutely. Uh, t- until when? I'm back Christmas. Got to be back for the game. I'll be back Christmas Day.
4: Yeah, that's right. That's you you got to be back for the game?
2: Yeah. Okay. Got work in the morning.
4: Yeah, but you can watch the game on TV.
2: And then what? There's, no, there's no flights the at midnight. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: what are you talking about?
4: Take off Tuesday, too. Take the week. Tell him, hey, I'm Eddie. Don't leave
5: me with him. we take the week. <laughs> yeah. No.
4: I'm taking the week, too.
5: Yeah, you can take the week. Now it's time for you to find out what we learned today. What did you learn today, Edward?
2: Learn Brock Purdy is extraordinarily accurate when he's playing at home. I mean, his his completion percentage your to date is like sixty nine plus. At home, it's over seventy five. It's hmm. a tremendous difference. Um, I just and that I don't bring up as far as the Ravens are concerned. I just bring it up. I'm so sick of people just downing him because he's the you know Mister Irrelevant. They got lucky. I mean, he's he's obviously a really good quarterback. I mean, I don't care who you have for receivers. That's you don't do that on your own. I mean, just they don't do that for him. It's, he's a huge part of his success.
5: I learned that my two of my coworkers really love me, and they got me a bottle each a bottle of bourbon, and one of my coworkers <laughs> thinks I'm a Richard.
4: Did you take a picture of it yet and put it online? <laughs> that's,
5: that's what I learned today. That was for me.
4: Ed got me a hat. It's a big-ass hat.
5: And on the hat, it says Gamecock. Without yeah, the game. Mine is game. <laughs> no.
4: He, he said that he ordered you a comforter, but he was able to turn it into a hat that could fit your head. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe, did you
2: have what I got you already this year?
4: Did it happen again? No, I didn't open it yet.
2: Oh, you got like 10
4: seconds. <laughs> Go ahead and open it, but that's cool, man. Like, I, are you gonna wear that out? Are you gonna wear that to church? I'm gonna definitely do... wear that. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely wear that. I did not, Ed. You got High West. He's... I got high... You didn't do. Did not have that. Oh, he's got a Capitals.
5: The old throwback Capitals, the yeah. blue, the yeah. Eagles. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you honestly. Honestly, Joe, thanks a lot. My best gifts for Christmas, yes, and I hope people aren't listening, come from my kids. In this show. (laughs) Every year, my
4: best gifts come from my kids in this show. What would you learn today, Jeremy? Yeah, I learned a couple of things. Some people have trouble sleeping, but I've learned that I can do it with my eyes closed. (laughs) (laughs) This one was sent to me by Mary Kay, and she asked me to do this in an Irish accent. It's a five-minute walk from my house to the pub. It's a 35-minute walk from the pub to my house. (laughs) The difference is staggering. (laughs) Hey-oh. I'm going to save that one for last. Sorry. Uh, Here you go. These are all bad ones. I bought uh, Velcro sneakers, Uh but they were a total ripoff. And he says these are bad ones
5: like the other ones weren't.
4: I have a joke about construction, but I'm still working on it. Yeah. Not a good one. The dry erase board is the most remarkable invention. (laughs) It takes a lot of guts to be an organ donor.
5: A lot of heart
0: should have done.
4: That's a good one. And here's the last one for you. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Girl says her boyfriend asked me, is cutting the crust off of bread like a circumcision for a sandwich? She said, no, cutting the crust off doesn't get rid of the cheese. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> merry christmas to everybody Vinny and haney up next happy holidays i'm sorry happy holidays merry everybody.
3: christmas Vinny and
5: haney up next have yourselves a safe and wonderful day <laughs> happy holidays
3: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what